I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff. Um, it has been a while, and if you cannot tell, I have a cold, so that's why my voice sounds a little different. Um, but today we're very excited to talk about the latest uh, Marvel film, which is The Eternals. Or no, it's just Eternals, right? There's no the. It's just Eternals. Yeah, everybody keeps calling it that. Yes. Um, so yes, as as Campbell said, um, it has been a while. We were planning to do this episode originally last weekend, but um, I was not in town, so I didn't get a chance to see the movie. He did, but I didn't see it until this past Friday, so we had to put off the episode. But we are here now. So with that and said, the um, all the episodes from this point on are, have been bumped. Everything's still going to be two weeks uh, apart. We've just moved everything up a week. Yeah. So, um, next episode will not be this upcoming weekend. It'll be the weekend after Thanksgiving. So, just uh, just let you know. So we'll start off, I guess, with like a ten minute, uh, like spoiler free section, like we always, like we always yeah. do. Um. So I guess the most interesting thing about this one, out of the more uh, like out of the other ones, is that I think. The reception to this film was probably the most polarized out of uh, all th- the two other Marvel films that have come out uh, in this yeah. new phase of movies. Um, I think I think Black Widow uh, had overall pretty pretty positive reviews as well as Shang Chi, um, but I think Eternals was the lowest rated Marvel film on lo- Rotten Tomatoes um, out of out of all of them. I think right. Um. I mean, all of them. Out of all these past, three. I think I, I, I think out of every single Marvel film that has been released, MCU film at least, it what? has the lowest. Yeah, I think it does. Um, even compared to like Incredible Hulk or or Thor: The Dark World. Well, I, I, has... I don't know. I, I in, Rotten Tomatoes has always been all over the place in terms of their ratings, so I don't know how. Oh no, I mean play. like the. I obviously I'm not saying in terms of quality. I'm just saying like in terms of the Rotten Tomatoes score, it has the lowest yeah. out of all the other Marvel films. Obviously, that doesn't mean anything, but it's just interesting uh, why this yeah. film, which, um, I guess this film, I don't know. It's just it's it's interesting to me why this is the one where yeah, it's, you know, out, it's at helmed. Least not to me, nothing stood out as being like terrible. Yeah, I, I agree, and it's it's helmed by a pretty uh, well-known director, and it's it's trying to be different. It's it's big. Uh, it's ambitious, so it just really surprised. It genuinely surprised me why this is the one with the lowest rating. Um, yeah. Obviously, that, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't test to its quality, but that that was just kind of mind-boggling to me. I mean, um, so yeah, going just... in, I will say, like based on hearing like how low of a rating it got, I was very, I went in with very low expectations. So like I didn't, I didn't really, and I wasn't really excited for this movie based on the trailers. Like I was like, oh, it looks interesting, but like I didn't have like high expectations at all. So. Me too. Uh, I think that might be one factor of why I was pleasantly surprised. Um, but yeah, what what were you gonna say? Um, I'd say it's about this about the same here. I mean, I wasn't really. I think I watched the trailer once, and like that yeah. was about it. And like, and it wasn't. I wasn't even like looking for. It just randomly came up with my YouTube recommendation, and I just looked at it, and I was like, okay, this looks interesting. And like, I just watched because it it's the next. It's the next movie, you know. Um, yeah interesting the first i know everybody else recognizes him from game of thrones but like the first like i recognized um what's his name um who's the main guy it, it, what's who, the actor that plays icarus 
Uh, Richard Madden. But there's also yeah, Kit, Har- Kit Harrington also is in. Oh yeah, he's in it too. He's like the, Richard, the boyfriend. I recognize Richard Madden because he was in 1917. Oh, he was the brother, right? Yeah. <laughs> At the end or whatever. But that was the only thing that well, I was like, oh, I know him. Um. um but yeah, yeah I, I, and- I wasn't really that hyped or anything for it. I just decided to um go see it because it was like it's the next next thing. My well, looks pretty decent. Yeah, and uh, I was excited, however, based on like the scale of the story. I mean, I I haven't heard of um okay prior to the film, I I was not familiar with the characters of the Eternals. Um, mm-hmm. So that could have been one reason why I wasn't very excited because I don't know these characters, so there's not really any reason for me to be particularly excited about it. Um, but one one thing that did draw me in was based on the trailers, it looked like the scope of the film was going to be um, quite different, and like the story, I felt like was going to be quite different. Um, so those two things kind of drew me in. Um, yeah, it, it seemed like it was going to be more uh, less formula, like you know how like Shang Chi and Black Widow, they they. As different as they are, they're still sort of formulaic and like fitting with that like MCU kind of plot. Oh yeah, I feel like this one, based on the trailers, gave off the impression that it would be more or less. It would be less like that, you know. Um, yeah, uh, which I admired. So that, those were two things that sort of drew me in prior to watching it. And then it's also like really like a really diverse cast, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, overall, I think um. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I mean, it, it was. I'm just trying to think of. I don't want to get into specifics. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it was. It was a lot with like a lot of the movies that have come out of Marvel recently. It's just like, I was kind of. I wasn't. So I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't. Um, blown away. It was just kind of like, that was that was kind of cool. Kind of. That's big. Basically, my feelings towards it at this point. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I will say I don't think it's a bad movie. I think the people who are calling it bad, um, I kind of wonder if we're watching the same movie because I don't think it's. I think it has its merits. You know, like it's trying. Definitely. At least it's trying to be different, and um, I think in terms of the cinematography, I think it's probably one of the best looking Marvel films. Yes. Um, very remnant. I think Chloe Zhao, uh, sort of takes inspiration from a director named Terrence Malick, um, in terms of displaying like nature and, and and beauty and things like that. So I feel like it was a. I think it was a, a uh, one of the best looking Marvel films. Um, I guess I can sort of see the criticisms in terms of story and characters. Um, yeah. But I at least I give the film props for trying to be different. Um, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad. I think it's, it's, it's good, I would say, or I would say yeah. at least it's, it's a solid movie. It's, 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 it's worth watching. And I think it's, it's solid. Um, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think the, one of the things that stood out to me too was like, like the biggest things was the, like you said about the cinematography, but on top of that, like, um, I don't know, the choreography and like the scenes were kind of, were kind of cool to me personally. Um, I know that I don't want to get into specifics of anything, but like the fight scenes between the deviants and the Eternals, I don't know. It just seemed to flow. I don't. I don't know. It just nothing. Nothing that Marvel hasn't done before. It's just something that I enjoyed watching the watching the fights and stuff like that. Yeah, I think the um, the the sound mixing 
in in uh, in uh, combination with like how they kind of show their powers, like the the effects behind their powers, I think was pretty neat. Like it, it yeah. Um, I don't know. Like it felt very visceral. Whenever exactly. one of the Eternals was using his like laser beam eyes, like there there's this like the sound in conjunction with the visual was very powerful. I thought like I yeah. really enjoyed. I enjoyed how they showed the powers. I thought it was neat. Me too. Um. So yeah, I would say um. Go ahead and go go watch it if you haven't already. Um, make your form your own uh judgments. Um, I wouldn't go off of the fact that I like of how polarizing it is. I definitely don't think it's. Um, it's not terrible, which no. I really don't know why a lot of people think it is. I don't think it's terrible at all. Um. It's interesting. To, it was interesting because I was looking at these people that were saying it was terrible, and I was looking at their opinions of so many other like Marvel movies, and it's like. They don't think like the ones that have been known to be bad. They don't think are that. It's like it's very strange. Mm. Like there are other reviews or there are reviews on other movies and other, oh, especially Marvel movies, are not what you'd expect. If they don't like this one, then they must not like Captain Marvel or or some of the other ones that are more more like well known to be like disliked. It's like they That's don't. It's it's weird. Hmm. Um. I mean, I think a couple of the guy, a couple of the ones that I was looking at on letterbox they like gave eternals like one and a half stars and then they gave like oh i don't remember i think they gave like um iron man three and or like something like that like three stars so like it was like th- their reviews were like all over the place yeah. it was either that or they just hated marvel movies in general and just ha- gave them all like three uh, like three stars or less yeah um so yeah I would just don't go off of um, all the hate that it's getting. Um, I would definitely just check it out and um, see what you think. Yes. All right. Should we go get into the spoilers? Yes. We are now entering the spoiler zone. So, spo- no man's land. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I thought it would be funny to. I told Campbell this, so like Campbell knows did this. I, did you, I don't know if you ended up doing it. Um,. I ranked all of the members of the Eternals. Yes, I do have a ranking that I I made. I just thought it'd be funny because there's like so many characters, and it would just be interesting to see like what we thought of them. And I guess yeah. we we could just start with. Do you want to start with that, or I mean, I guess that'd be a good way to get conversation going, or we could have a more general like. So I guess initial yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> sorry. Um. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i think why don't we like yeah we start with our ranking but let's not like read it through let's just start with like our 10 and like we each discuss it and then we go to nine and then we we like go up to number one so like um you know so like instead of reading just the list we can just go through the list one by that's one that's what i was thinking okay cool and then maybe if there's something in the movie relevant to that character that we wanted to mention we can we can talk about each character as we go through and then we can kind of tie in the film and the plot and everything along with the characters so exactly yeah. Okay. I'm I'm interested to see what you got. I think I've got a, a solid list here. Okay. Okay, so to to clarify there are ten members of the Eternals. I know at some points it's like you kinda lose count of how many. Um I mean this is probably one of the the largest, like I don't know, there's been like team up movies, but it's like I haven't it's it's a lot of characters on screen at one time at some points, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot of characters um, that we're not really familiar with, so Exactly. It's, yeah, it's a little more difficult. I think that's to keep a difficult. Uh, before we talk about it, I think that's a difficult thing. This movie has. It's like 
it's hard with that many new characters at the same time, especially in like a uh yeah, like a breakout. What do you call it? Um, like their first movie. Um, because like you can't really focus on when you when you don't when you have when you don't have two or three characters, it's hard to like really focus on all of them because you don't have enough time. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it's definitely difficult they def there's definitely a focus on some of these characters more than others because it was just i mean you got to pick and choose yeah which is kind of unfortunate because all of them are played by i mean pretty well-known actors um so some uh-huh. of them shine more than others in the film which is just due to the the writing and i think it, it was just difficult i mean the film's like two and two hours and 40 minutes long um but it, it really still has to it's pretty long um oh. Yeah, so I think that is one of the main criticisms I've been hearing is that there's just so many characters and you don't get enough time within them to like really be invested in, in any single one of them. So yeah, it, it's all yeah. But regardless, I guess we'll, we'll still go into our ranking. Um, okay, do you want you want to go first or what? Sure. So my in last place um, out of the ten, I put Ajek. Oh, okay. So she is like the. She's like the number one um, before spoiler alert, she gets killed. Um, yeah, but she's kind of she's like the leader um, that kind of like unites them. And she's like has a communication with Arishem, who's like the, the big, big uh, person in charge. Boss. Um, but yeah, I didn't think obviously. As a character. She felt she definitely felt more like a plot point than an actual character. So I just didn't uh-huh. find her very interesting. Uh huh. Um, so a lot of, I will, I'm going to preface this by saying, like, I think a lot of mine, I, I, the way I set mine up, more like, I kind of did it based on characters, but I kind of also based it off of, like, how likable they were, would be if, the, if, like, I don't know if I'm, as a, in, like, so, for the most part, I didn't take into account, for, at least with Ajax, I didn't take into account that she wasn't really on screen that much, and really wasn't, like, you know what I mean? I oh, yeah, yeah. As a, I'm just going to say, we're going through my list. Number 10, which I wasn't originally going to put as my number 10, but eventually decide to. I have Sprite. Yeah, Sprite's probably pretty, is lower on my list as well. Um, I just... She was... I'll, I'll, I'll explain. Um, she was like... I, I don't know. Um, I just wasn't terribly interested, and I obviously understood like, the rep... The, like, um, significance of having her there, which is not why, like, I'm not against that. Like, that's not why she's at number 10. I just, I don't know. The the way she kind of, like, just tossed every like everybody else to the side at the end for Icarus and then was kind of, like, a, mildly annoying at times. It's just, I don't know. I just wasn't really that fond of her that much. I don't know. Yeah, that's um, yeah Sprite, I thought... Yeah, of course she's the one that betrays them, or she she follows Icarus in betraying the team, um, which and then she also attempts to kill, uh, Cersei, right? Doesn't she like try to stab her or something? Yeah. So I mean, she is kind of like an attempted murderer too, but, um, yeah, not not the most likable character. I agree. Um, I wasn't a, a huge fan of that character either. Okay, you want to you want to go to do your number nine? Yeah, number nine, I have Thena. Um, I thought. Hey. Same. Okay, cool. I thought Thena, uh, again, she felt kind of like Hawkeye in Avengers to where, like, her character 
is defined by like that little plot point where like she uh like goes on like rage rage uh she goes she has like this weird like mental what was it? i forget the name but she she has this weird mental condition to where like her memories weren't fully erased so now like randomly she'll start attacking people um yeah so again like we don't really get to see much of her original character and she's just kind of like another like she's an issue so i wasn't really a big fan i thought they could have done more with her character rather than just make her basically Hawkeye and Avengers to where she's just brainwashed and trying to attack them the whole time. But yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I totally agree on that one. So, cause I have, I also have Athena at number nine. So that was basically my same logic there. Yes. So, okay. Do you want to do your, since I kind of, that I, I kind of, that kind of doubled as my nine. You want to do your eight? Sure. Um, yeah. For eight, I put uh, I put Sprite. Yeah, I thought Sprite okay, was cool. like she. I thought she was annoying, but she was more interesting in terms of her character than both Ajax and Tina. So that's why I put her uh, at number eight. Uh huh. Okay. Um, at number eight, I have um, Druig. Interesting. Because like, okay. Um, he was kind of annoying. And like, I mean, not, he, he was very argumentative, and it was kind of, it was kind of like, and also, I'm this is not me. None of these is me critiquing like the way that the character is. Like, I'm just like, I'm look, I'm not like saying that he shouldn't have been. I'm just saying like this is like uh, this is if if I would get if I would like this is more of like an if I would get along with them in person. Okay, I think we, I think we rank them based on different standards because by liability. I thought you meant like how much you liked the character or how much you like liked the character in the See movie. the thing is like I didn't... I didn't I liked all the characters but like there are more there are some which I found more interesting and or less annoying. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, I, mean, I just did it based on like how much I liked the character in the film. Like which of the ones I like I thought were more interesting characters and which I didn't really like as much. I was my it was a diff, it's a difficult it was a Convo- kind of a convoluted like because it's all it's very what do you call it um subjective okay um so i was mine might be a little bit <laughs> all over the place um but yeah i don't know he was just kind of annoying like well, he just I seemed to... to constantly be arguing with like everyone about everything and like yeah i mean i and i kind of like i found the i mean i found it kind of interesting that like he was like the one that was focused on like protecting the people and protecting like earth but it wasn't like for the same it was kind of more of like a selfish a selfish means interestingly his his method of protecting is through like mind controlling them so i thought that was kind of uh yeah kind of contradictory um yeah i, I disagree on Druk though i i thought i mean i'm not going to tell you where he's ranked on mine but i thought he was quite I mean, I really liked him. I thought he was the most interesting of the Eternals. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that does tell me what, uh, somewhat what where he is. Um, yeah. So, what do you have on your uh, number eight? Um. Okay. Oh, you mean seven? No, because that was. Or I already told you my did eight you was your... right. Oh yeah, you did. Okay, okay, okay. Because I I thought yeah. I didn't know who did went first. So yeah, you're yeah. seven. Okay, so seven. I have Cersei. Um. Okay. Cersei, played by Gemma Chan, which is also interesting because you know she was in Captain Marvel too, right? 
Oh no, I did not. Yeah, she she I mean, makes sense because she plays a character that just gets killed at the end. Like she's like a secondary antagonist in that movie. Um huh. but I guess they wanted to like she's I mean, such a she's a star, so like I guess they wanted to kind of reuse her and put her give her a more interesting role. So they made her gotcha. the protagonist of this movie. But yeah, I thought Cersei um there's not much I dislike, but there's not much I really like about her. I'm kind of ambivalent. Um, I thought her powers were neat, um, and I thought she was sort of an empathetic character. So, and she was kind of like the heart of the movie. Um, but yeah. there wasn't like a singular thing that made me very interested in her character. She was um, not necessarily bland, uh, but just not nothing really stood out to me personally about her. Okay. Um, next up, I had, um, on number seven, I had, uh, Makari, who, who I think was interesting, like, her powers were interesting, but that was about, that was about it. Um, like, she didn't really get a lot of, like, um, the only reason she's above Druig, because Druig and Makari, I think, were, like, um, they were kind of together the whole time. Um, the only, she's above Druig, because I just found... Her powers to be kind of like in a superficial way to be more interesting, like kind of cooler, just because she like yeah. goes fast and like hadn't yeah. like, speeds her like that in the MCU. Like, I mean, they kind of had quick, have, Quicksilver. Um, I mean, we had Quicksilver, but it wasn't like visually, it wasn't the same as I guess. Yeah, like I think they exhibited her a little bit um, more interestingly in this than they did with him in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel, it seemed like there were a lot more like fighting sequences. I feel like in, if I from what I remember in Age of Ultron, he was kind of just run it. He would just run and be back. Like it didn't actually show him doing a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is like the only reason she's like where she is in terms of like her character. I also thought it was kind of cool that she did like sign language. So yeah, that was neat. Uh, but that was about I, that was about it. Yeah, I think Makari certainly suffered the most in terms of like characters not getting enough screen time um yeah. because she definitely got the least which is unfortunate because i really liked her care i thought she was probably the most likable um and her relationship with the jury i thought was really interesting unfortunately it does she got really sidelined i think she doesn't show up until the end like she's she's there in the beginning and then she doesn't show up until the end when they like go back on the ship so um yeah it's really yeah, unfortunate that was like the main reason why she was worse. It's like they didn't because the movie was laid out. She didn't get like a whole lot of like screen time. Yeah, I, I definitely wish she got more. She she definitely was the the biggest victim of unequal screen time. What do you? What's uh? What who do you got number? Uh, I guess we're at number six now. Yeah. Okay. Who do you got? Uh, six. I guess so six. I have also have Makar. I mean, I guess you had Makar at seven. I have Makar at six. Again, I okay. thought she was probably she was really likable, um, and I thought her doing sign language was interesting. I think okay. again, though, the biggest issue it's not it's not with her character, but it's with the script that she didn't get enough screen time. So there's just, we didn't spend enough time with her. But I thought her relationship with Druig's probably the her okay. So her relationship with Druig and then Thena's relationship with um, Gilgamesh I thought were the two most interesting parts of the film. Um, so I really wish. They spent more time with that, but just she's just a victim of not getting enough screen time again. So that's why she's at six. Okay, my number six, which honestly, now thinking back about it, 
Um, could probably she could probably go below Makari, but I have Ajax. Um, just because like even though she was not there for a lot and like for a lot of time and was kind of was kind of like used as a plot point, I think the scenes in which she does communicate with the main characters and it has that kind of like leadership role at times. And the whole yeah. and the whole scene where she's like um, talking with Icarus and he like stuff like I just found that like there was something um, drawing me to her character in terms of like um, I don't know she just seemed um, can't, I, I'm at a loss for words there. I don't know it's, um, there was a lot of uh, potential there like even though she wasn't on screen a whole lot I definitely felt like there was a um, she had a way about a way about her that I found um, somewhat uh, likable. So interesting, yeah. Because I've I've Ajax last on my list. I just did not care about her character at all. Um, yeah. It was just like she wasn't there that much, but the what times that she was there, I found to be um, interesting enough. Okay. So, who you got at number five? Um, at five, I have Gilgamesh. I thought. Oh. Yes, okay. I think Gilgamesh again. His relationship with Athena was probably one of the 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 uh, what's the word? It's probably one of the 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 most in, more interesting things about the film. Um, and it, it uh was an interesting uh oh my gosh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I yeah I thought <laughs> I I'm also a lot, uh, having a hard time uh putting my thoughts together. But yeah, I think he was a good character. Um, I liked his powers. Um, however, I do think the fact that he like dies again, I guess, is his sacrifice to protect the. What a stupid necessary. character! How could he just die? <laughs> yeah, but like he kind of just dies midway, and then he's never he's not he doesn't come back. So uh, unfortunate. Uh-huh. But yeah, I did like him. Um, I think the the actor who plays him uh, has the same last name as I do, uh, Ma. Really? Uh, but yes. Um, huh. And he's also in he's also in Train to Busan, um, which is like a zombie. It's a Korean zombie film. But is he Korean? Yeah, he's Korean. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. And it was funny. I, I like the scenes where he's like cooking, and then he he's making that like broth or whatever, where he's like, I ferment the the corn with my own that was spit the beer. or something, or the beer. Yeah, and then like he's like, I ferment each like corn with my own spit. Like that's like, I don't know. Yeah. That's funny. And then yeah, so he. He was definitely like the heart of the movie. I'd say he's he's probably one of the the um uh more like uh yeah I know what I you're know. saying. So like sensitive or or uh yeah yeah. So yeah, I liked him. I don't know. Sent him yeah, sentimental sure. Like he his oh, yeah his relationship with Dina kind of anchored uh the film um at a certain yeah. point. But yeah, I I really I liked his character. Yeah. All right. Um, at number five, um, I have, uh, Icarus, who I really liked at the beginning. Um, and this is like a stupid reason, but I was like kind of mad that he like betrayed the whole team because I thought he had a lot of potential like to be super cool. Um, to be Superman. (laughs) Shut up. Oh my god. Um, but like I don't know. He I thought he was really cool, and then it kind of like just got all thrown away when he betrayed everybody. But it, like it was still like interesting. I was just kind of bummed that he like betrayed everybody. But his powers were 
Uh, I mean, they weren't like in a they and they, his powers were also kind of like yeah, he is basically just Superman. So that was kind of like not that like he didn't have like very like um. I guess you could say interesting powers. Like, they were cool, but pretty basic, I guess. Did you, like, get so, the reference to where, like, when he kills himself at the end, he, like, flies into the sun or whatever? Yeah, Icarus and it's, flying like, too close. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get it until, like, after the movie was over. And I was like, oh, wait. It's, like, the, the myth where, like, Icarus, the wings and whatever. And I was like, I felt kind of stupid, but, <laughs> yeah. That was sad. Like, I mean, I, mean, I, wasn't, I wasn't bawling, but I was like... Um, but he was kind of like his powers were kind of basic, and I was kind of bummed that he like um betrayed the team at the end. But he was kind of he was still kind of cool. He's basically just MCU Superman. Um, honestly, he's probably I think he could probably beat Superman. Huh? But do you disagree? Uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about Superman. I feel like, I mean, he doesn't really have a kryptonite, so he could. He's literally like, invisible. Has- yeah, like Superman has a weakness. This guy does not really have like a actually no, his weakness is is Cersei, right? Because he loves her. So maybe Cersei is his kryptonite. Um, I feel like an actual rock that would injure the someone would actually be a lot worse. I though. guess. But I mean, like if Superman had Cersei, like if he was like holding her for ransom, he's like, like that. that I, I think that'd be. I think it's a, yeah. I think okay. Morals off. He could definitely destroy Superman. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, who you got at uh, number four? At number four, I have Kingo, um, okay. which is, uh, yeah, the Bollywood star actor dude. Um, yes. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was, I was afraid he was going to be, like, annoying. Um, however, mm-hmm. I thought he was tastefully used. I thought he was, he was quite funny. And I really like the joke where it's like, since he's, like, eternal... He like plays. He like pretends like his great grandfather. He, yeah, he's this line of like famous Bollywood stars. <laughs> I thought that was that was really funny, and I liked like his his relationship with his friend, like that dude that like tagged along. That was Karun? really funny. Not just that yeah, dude. Yeah, Karun. Karun is a real MVP. Ugh. Actually, he's probably number one. Um, but yeah, I thought Kingo was uh quite the the comic relief. I think. My biggest issues with him are that number one, his powers are kind of like dumb. Like he finger guns. <laughs> yeah, that was just kind of dumb. And then also at the end, it didn't. This really didn't make sense to me. But like for some reason, his character was just like, I'm just gonna like he not just, gonna interfere. You know, what, I'm not and gonna, he, I'm not gonna be involved. And then he yeah, left, and he just and leaves just after everything's over. Like that's so strange. I really don't understand why they wrote him like that. Maybe like he had to like film another movie. Like no, the actor he said why to, he left. I know, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, are we really supposed to root for him then? Because he's, like, he, he chose not to make a choice. It's so kind of selfish. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for very selfish reasons. So, like, honestly, like, I didn't really like that decision. I thought, like, why would you do that? Man? Yeah, it was kind of dumb. Yeah, it was, it was quite selfish of him to not interfere. But, um, yeah, and, and then he just shows up at the end. And he's like, oh, yeah, everything's over. And he, like, pretends everything's fine or whatever. But, yeah, I thought he was, I liked him. He was funny. Quite funny. Oh wait. Also, I don't know why the actor um, got ripped to play him when like his powers don't have anything to do with like strength. It's just like he shoots lasers from his gun or from his fingers or whatever. I thought that was kind of weird, but <laughs> that is true. Like he could have just uh, not done anything, and then because yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe it's just for the look. If you're an eternal, like, uh, if it's I guess, being, yeah. I feel like you should shred it. Um, yeah, true. So on my number four, I have uh, Cersei. Who, Interesting. At first, I was kind of like, she was kind of boring. Um, but I think obviously with her being the main character, there was a lot of, like, I was just, it was, it was interesting. Like, I liked her, um, not immensely. I didn't like it as much as the relationship between like Gilgamesh and, um, Athena, like that whole kind of thing. But her kind of, her thing with like Icarus and like, and all that. And then, um, I don't know. I think she purely because she had the most, uh, screen time. So I was able to kind of like. I don't know, experience what she's experiencing and all that the most. Um, and then her, I thought her powers were, um, like, I guess I thought they were kind of like, oh, what's the point? But then again, I was like, okay, these are kind of cool. Cause I got to see her like use them in battle. And I was like, maybe these, maybe these powers are a little bit more useful than I once thought. So I thought her powers were the most, one of the most unique. Yeah. Very unique. Um, um yeah, I will say. And they were key in, in the, in defeating the celestial thing at the end. Yeah. Kind of just for, I kind of have her there just for like her role in the entire, in the entire movie. I just enjoyed. Yeah. Like seeing her. Cause she wasn't like, it would have been, I think it was kind of nice having someone that wasn't like the main, I mean that you could, could have, could have guessed this, but like, like main character, you know what I mean? Um, it, it was Say again, you're like, cut out. You cut out for a minute. Oh, I was saying like, um, it was kind of nice that they took someone that was like not the stereotypical like leader to be like yeah. the main character. I think yeah, she was sort of like the audience stand-in. Like she was like you can kind of put her uh, like we could kind of put ourselves in her shoes like when we're watching mm-hmm. the movie because I think that's kind of her purpose. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. So who do you have at three? Um, at three, I have Icarus. I thought Icarus, okay. I mean, we, you already talked about Icarus, but I think um, his betrayal, I actually thought that was pretty effective. Like, I saw it coming um, when, like, they were like, oh, we don't, like, we don't see, like, the body. Or no, when they show the body of Ajax, but they, like, don't talk about, like, how she died or anything. Or he kind of, like, brushes over or something. I, I forget exactly what it was. It's been, like, a week since I saw the movie. But, like, there was, was a point like, where it was like, like oh. It must have gotten, it must have been the one that attacked us in london like it yeah and he, he kind of like just quickly brushes over it and then they kind of just accept it so i was like oh, that's like really sus um but yeah i, I do think oh and it's true. interesting sorry keep you finish your thought I'll, I'll tell you what i was gonna think yeah, yeah and like i thought um his motives in in serving like a greater purpose i thought he's very similar to thanos in that like he really thinks what he's doing is right and it's gonna like save humanity um and like to, to a certain extent like he's in the right you know he's He's trying to carry out his, fulfill his purpose, which ultimately leads to, like, greater benevolence and greater, like, life um, and, like, well-being in the universe. Uh-huh. Um, I guess at the cost of destroying Earth, um, which yeah. is what the other Eternals are trying to prevent. But, like, he, I mean, I think his motivations were probably really interesting. And the kind of, like, the philosophical debate between, like, you know, do the ends justify the means? Like, can we, like, destroy Earth to potentially, like save and produce even more life in the future um yeah and you can really tell like especially in the final showdown when he's uh like he really doesn't want to do what he's doing like he you could tell he's really in pain uh attacking his his friends 
um, especially like when it comes to Cersei. Uh, I thought that was just really powerful. So I really liked Icarus in terms of like as a villain and as an antagonist. Um, definitely one. I I think he was pretty strong as an antagonist. I liked him a lot. True. Like, what were you gonna I, say? For the record. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's that part in the which you probably don't remember because it's been a little while. But there's a part when they were mending, uh, when when they find Ajax's body and he glosses over it, and then there's that part where the like orb comes out of Ajax and like goes to Cersei, and after like she talks to um, what's his name? Arisham. Arisham. I think Icarus was like being really like adamant about like, oh, what did you see? What did he say? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was kind of like trying, he was trying to like know what was going on because he thought that he should be the one to like to lead um, the Eternals. To lead. So he was yeah. trying to get, he's trying to figure out what was going on. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess after, after hearing what you're saying, I think maybe, maybe I could switch Cersei and Icarus. I thought he was, um, I, th- I thought it was definitely interesting. And still, like, I don't know. I found his, um, from the beginning, like, just from the trailers, I thought he was pretty cool. Like, just his, um, the, he just had a, again, I've said, I've said this before about other characters, so I'm kind of, like, overusing words, but he had just had a way about him that's, yeah. um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I guess we're on top three now. Oh, that was my or number did you three. Just give- that was your number three, so now my number three. Yeah. Um, I can go on number three. Okay. Which I think I have him number three, uh, similar reasons as you do, um, for where you put him. But he was just, he was funny. Um, it would be higher if it wasn't for the fact that his powers were just finger guns. Um, yeah. I don't know. He was funny and brought like a kind of a lighthearted energy to the group. And also he introduces us to the number one character of the movie, Karun. Oh yeah, Karun. Um, like, Karun is like, I don't know, one of my favorite like side comedy characters in yeah. recent Marvel. It was I just like, he wasn't, he, he, he wasn't an Aquafina, he wasn't like Aquafina, like totally over the top, like annoying. But he was very when he he would he would stay off to the side sometimes like it wasn't like he was constantly interjecting into like the movie like he wasn't overused but when mm-hmm. he was used it was tasteful and um funny yeah i think so he worked a lot better than for example trevor in shang chi i think i don't know i feel like Karun was just more natural and then just more of in a of a i don't know i I, I didn't like it didn't yeah, I feel like, uh, what's his name? Uh, what, Trevor? I feel like he was kind of shoehorned in there because it's like, oh, it's Mandarin, and then we got to incorporate this character from the past. And, like, he yeah. didn't really necessarily have to be there. Um, obviously, Karun didn't really have to be there, but I think he, like, more naturally blended in with the film than, like, some random, like, Trevor character did. Yeah. Which, yeah, I definitely agree. He felt like a, definitely felt like a natural addition. I mean, the part where they were sitting at the kitchen table and, like, they're like, oh, one of the, I think, um, Cersei is like, oh, are we just going to let all these people, die? like, all these humans die? And then, um, Karun's like, no. And he's like, <laughs> I am human, so I may be a little biased. <laughs> and then all the cameras. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, has like five backup cameras or whatever. That was yeah, funny. I love the he's part. Like... I love the part where Kingo is like fighting that, um, uh, deviant and like it blows up and all the guts go everywhere. And he's like, 
Karun, did you get that? And he's like, I did, sir. <laughs> I don't know. I, that was like one of the funniest parts. Um, yeah. And then he's like, and then King goes like, um, are you mad? <laughs> like, it, it, hide. And he's like, we need sequences. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I that's Kingo is his primary reason for being number three is the fact that he's his uh, right hand man was um, Karun. Yes. <laughs> Okay, who you got at number two? Alright, at number two, I have Fastos. Um, or is it Fastos? It's Fastos or Fastos? I think it's... I don't know. I was worried about where he was going to... What his name was pronounced to. Yeah, I think I think it's Fastos. Um, out of all the Eternals, I think he definitely had the most depth to his character. Um, I think... First of all, his... Okay, I will say, the the one kind of thing that kind of irked me... Uh, was when they like flashed back to like Hiroshima. I don't know. That felt kind of strange. Uh, where he's like in the aftermath of like the nuclear bombings felt, or whatever. I don't know. It, it just it's, felt. What'd you say? I. It felt. Um. I didn't feel like it. Didn't feel natural. It kind of felt. Yeah, that felt like kind of forced, and then like a little too much. Um. But other than that, I think what they did with him, how he kind of gives up on humanity, and then wants to rather like start a normal life and live with his family um and then eventually like he they he comes to that decision where like you know he has to sacrifice like to def- like what was that quote they say that quote in the movie it's like sometimes like uh if you love something you'll defend it or whatever so like he has to come to that uh he has to make that decision to you know like rejoin the eternals and save humanity and like leave behind yeah. his family for the time being um and he was also quite funny um, I like all the scenes in his home, and when, when uh, <laughs> him being a dad was funny. When, when uh, the uh, his kid or something was like needed help getting something, and then Fina like used the her like weapons like, to, like get sword. it for him. He's like, no, no, no. Like he, I don't know. I thought that was really charming. Um, your, yeah, I think he, your babysitting like, privileges your, have been booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think fastest um, probably could have been number one. I did like one character a bit better, but I think. In terms of complexity and depth and like art, I think Fastos is probably one of the top ones. So yeah, Fastos is my number two, unfortunately. Okay. Um, well, my number two is Gilgamesh. Uh-huh. Um, I I think we've discussed a lot of like um the positives of his character. So I just it's about the same here. Like he's the a big like he was the like main heart of the group. Um. The, the way he was like um kind of being the host when they all come over and he's like yeah yeah um making the like the whole thing we were talking about like with the, the beer and then there's that part where um sprite, i forgot about sprites for a little while uh, or sprite makes oh, him yeah. look like a baby yeah, um, yeah, yeah and even though he died i still feel like he left a very he since he was that heart of the group he left a big impact on the rest of the team and i think his death was almost like sadly necessary to like kind of i don't know it just let it had a it had an impact on the group and mm-hmm. um if anyone was going to die it kind of made sense that it would be like like he would yeah, have to be the one to unite to one them the most, yes he was a selfless character and i think he was definitely also one of the, a lot of these guys i have on the top is because they're funny <laughs> so yeah, he, i found him that's a good pretty, point he's very selfless um he like Obviously, he was probably one of the stronger ones, but he he decided to you know relinquish or use most of his energy to help care for Athena. Um, 
So I guess that's like a good a good lesson in like friendship and and self sacrifice. Exactly. I think. Yeah. And it was cool to see a relationship between like two characters that wasn't like it was like a caretaker kind of thing. Like it was neat to see something like that where it's, oh, they're in a relationship. I don't know. Like there, it was a different. Yeah. It was a different kind of relationship, but it was still a strong, um, yeah, bond yeah. that they had. So yes. Who do you got? I know who you got at number one. Oh yeah, we got Druig. Um, first of all, I really like the actor. Um, but yeah, I thought Druig, like out of all the ones on screen, like he was the one I was most interested in seeing what he was doing. Um, I think his his kind of shifty morality, or no. I guess his his outlook kind of strayed from the other Eternals, um, and he he I think was he the first to kind of like not want to like do anything be kind of not be affiliated with Arisham and kind of do his own thing. Was he the first I one? Think he he left during like the 1400s. Yeah, he left because he was like, "What we're doing is wrong," so like I'm not going to be a part of this. Um, yeah. So yeah, I thought I just thought he was the most interesting. Um, I think his relationship with Makari was they should have done more with that because that was definitely like one of the things I was most interested in seeing. Um, but yeah, he yeah his and, and then his questionable like use of mind control um, was also kind of interesting to see as well um, because obviously he he doesn't want to like he he's against violence and like needlessly killing, um, but he will use like he'll basically coerce people into doing what he wants. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I thought he was the most interesting Eternal, so he's probably my favorite, next to Fastos. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know why that uh, um, the, his just he was getting on my nerves. <laughs> like I just felt the need to like, pun- like he just had a punchable face. I, I just, yeah, that, like, that, felt- that actor, I will say, like kind of has a punchable face. Like I don't know, he he makes me feel kind of uncomfortable, but I do like him. Like, like his makes face me makes me. Feel- he was just making that his mannerisms, and he was like being like so he just seemed like really <laughs> um entitled and just like <laughs> i know what's right and you guys are all stupid kind of thing like which was like i don't know it was kind of like okay at first and then it got to the point where it was like my whole character trait my character is just being uh different uh no he was the best of- one it was kind of bothersome how like he didn't realize for a while like what was wrong with what he was doing. Like, um, he seemed very stubborn. Yeah, he was very stubborn, but he was not wanting to do what like he was kind of the only one that really thought for himself in the beginning at least until like he 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 uh he didn't want to do what Arishim was doing before it was cool. Like then cuz then after Cersei or whatever like decides like assemble the team then they go back to him. But he was like the first one to kind of see what was wrong with what Arisham was doing. Yeah. Yeah. You good? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So my number one is uh, uh, Fastos. So um, I don't know. I just think he was a good balance of. I mean, I thought it was kind of cool how he was the one that like. There was that whole side, the whole part about him where he w- he was like the intellectual one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found it interesting how they like kind of made him a big part of like, oh, how like so much of human technology had started in the past. And I will say like yeah. one of the coolest of the movie is like, they connected them to like um, historical events or even if they weren't just connected, they were just kind of there seeing them be. Yeah, that was neat. That was kind of neat. And Babylon and 
um, in um, the Americas during the 1400s. It was just kind of like interesting to see their connections and like him being not just a one of the guys that just shoots things or blows stuff up or does like crazy stuff, but he was more like intellectual. And then, like you said about him having the most deepest, I mean, the deepest, like, um, almost like the being part of a family, um, the fact that it's like they all spent time at like his house. It kind of gave him a chance to like show the audience something more about like him personally beyond just being yeah. like, a cool superhero like he was i mean when he when showed him at his house he was pretty bitter towards um i guess it was bitter towards like his what he what he was and like what he has done um so i guess he chose to like kind of leave that life behind and then kind of just start a new life with his family and then um yeah he he's the one that has to come to that decision um to kind of you know uh sacrifice what what he is comfortable with and then go back to to being eternal and all that so yeah i thought he was definitely the the most complex um or most uh yeah complex and uh kind of interesting in terms of his uh where he stands like with his life outside of yeah being yeah like his inner his inner his emotions and his inner um like his perspectives on all a whole yeah. lot of different things yeah. Um, Ikea Fall Collection. Ew. They played <laughs> at the theater that we played Eternals, like where I saw Eternals. They played the trailer for the movie before the movie. And like, they still laughed at the jokes that they show in the trailers. Like, they, they, that stupid Ikea joke, they played it in the trailer. But then like, when we watched it in the movie, people were like, like, laughing so hard. I was like, bro, they just showed it in the trailer. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Speaking of audience reactions, oh no! Um, do, do we want to talk about that certain someone that showed up at the very end? Yeah. So, like, what I was saying is, like, half the audience were like going crazy, and the other half were like groaning in like anguish. Okay, so which was... I don't think. I think both reactions are stupid. Ugh, um, I think cringe. What is your what's cringe? Your, what's you're an idiot. What is the what is so cringy? Like, okay, it's Harry Styles, but like, what is? I mean, he didn't do bad. Like, it wasn't bad. Obviously not. He was in it for like one second, so it's not. Like but I'm saying, like, he didn't say anything cringy. He just his existence is cringy. I don't know. It's it's not we nothing both he did. Dunkirk. Sure, but like him being like this character in Marvel now, I don't know. It just. Uh, I don't know. I was willing it, to. It's look cringe. Past it's that. cringy. It's cringy. No. <sighs> but I will say there were like, and I, keep in mind, I saw it like a week after there were like yeah. five or so like pre-teen teen teenage girls in the uh, theater that were like oh, God. i was like oh it was so bad it was so bad oh yeah i don't know they're they're definitely trying to appeal to to a certain I audience guess. i guess i think it's interesting that he's kind of going um outside of what everybody knows him for it is the second postcard scene i thought was interesting though because we also yes. have the character of dale who's um cersei's kind of boyfriend and like at the end he like i don't know she brings up something like when whenever stuff's happening she's like oh you might want to like mend your relationship with your uncle and then at yeah. the end he was like oh i'm having like family issues or something so they're obviously trying to like hint at something oh there. yeah my family he says my family history is a little bit more interesting than i might have thought. yeah so like and that kind of reminded me of how in like home it was it far from home or homecoming where it's like 
you, you know the the flash character where like he's, yeah like, they kind of bring up his like his family too so like they're trying to hint at something um uh-huh. but yeah so then in the post-credit scene he he is um he he i guess he finds a sword or his family's owns like some sword um and i think he's a he's a character um i think he's called the black knight i think that's what his character's called that sounds familiar um which i haven't heard i mean i know there's the black knight in monty python but um <laughs> yeah i guess he's a dane whitman is is the black knight which is a superhero so that'll be interesting huh. to see where he goes and then it's blade Marshall ali that like calls his name from off screen or something uh, yeah so, that, I, that was the last thing i expected yeah, I didn't expect that either. Um, um, I mean, I will say I was a little um, disappointed in the fact that it wasn't something tying all of this into MCU or there wasn't somebody from like previous movies. Um, but I it was still it was still pretty cool. I wanted um, to round out. Sorry, yeah. unless you uh, no, sorry. go ahead, go ahead. I wanted to round out the episode talking about. Because I talked to Josh, he wanted me to FaceTime him after the movie, and we had a good discussion, and I know you two had a good discussion too, um, about what this means for the MCU. Yes. And I think um, just the future start. of the MCU in general too. Because it's like, obviously, I feel like they peaked with Infinity War and Endgame, and now they're kind of like trying to build up the excitement. Um, uh-huh. Unfortunately, I don't know how well they're doing it, because... Um, I mean, obviously, it's going to take some time, but I feel like there's so many loose ends and like little teases that are, they're doing with the ends of all of these shows and movies, and none of them are really connecting to each other. Um, obviously, it, they they will eventually somehow, um, but right now it just feels like a bunch of unfulfilled, um, unfulfilled promises and kind of like empty. Cause, you know, like WandaVision at the end, there was like the the scrolls and like Captain Marvel doing something, and then at the end of uh. Falcon Winter Soldier, it's like that lady that's recruiting all the anti-heroes. And then at the end of uh what is it, Shang-Chi, it's like the, the Ten Rings organization or whatever. And then at the end of this one, you got uh you got Eros and then uh what is it? Blade and and the the Black Knight dude. So it's like there's so many things and it's I'm kind of having trouble seeing like how they all connect. Um and unfortunately I'm not really invested in any any one group of characters or character in this new phase um eternals i think while they're interesting or while they're as a group i think they're interesting like i don't really care if i see like i don't i'm not really heavily invested in any single one of them um i wouldn't be opposed to seeing them again it's just i don't really care same thing with shang chi unfortunately like his character i don't really care about um, and Black Widow, obviously, she's dead. So I mean, there's not much to care about with her because she's not coming back. I didn't really have any like. Oh, and I, I mean, completely was... forgot about Loki. Like the end of Loki, it's the whole TVA and exactly and, and like Kang the Conqueror and all the multiverse, um, or all these like timelines. So like, I feel like they have like all these hu- especially Loki and then this one, or no, wait, is it this one? Uh, or at least Loki. Like Loki has huge implications for like the future. Um, and this in this one we're literally dealing with like gods i mean they're so powerful um so i don't know it's just a ton of stuff and i don't really see how it's tying together it feels very messy um but i guess i guess we'll see eventually i'm just not like particularly excited or like looking forward to like i'm not really anticipating anything at this point what are your thoughts because i just talked a ton that is exactly what we i mean almost word for word at some point that's exactly what josh and i agreed um agreed on and i mentioned it in my uh 
review on Letterboxd, um, which is in our in the bios of our inst of our uh, Real Geeks Instagram. Shout out. Um, yeah, it's, I just seem they've they've got a lot of stuff going on. I'm really hoping that they find a good natural way to put it all together. I don't care if they do it quickly. I mean, just as long as they do it right. It's just it's just there's a lot of stuff going on 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 a lot of different levels that um kind of is kind of confusing in terms of like where are they going with this? Like how are they going to connect a guy that flies with a shield to a group of immortal beings that like shoot lasers out of their body? <laughs> yeah. So, there's just so much going on. So, I mean, because there's so much going on, it's hard to care about any particular thing because just the sheer quantity of it makes it hard to like really focus on anything. Yeah, there's um, like a lot of so many different things. Your attention's all over the place. It's like you can't really focus on one thing at a time. Yeah, whereas like in the original like phase one or whatever, it was like, yeah, you have all these stories and they're very individual, and then yeah, they're coming together to form the Avengers, and it was like very everything was connected. Um, and I also feel like an issue. I mean, this has always been somewhat of an issue, but um, kind of like the focus of all these new like films and TV shows on like setting other things up, like setting up other future things and projects rather than being like really complete in themselves. Um, I think Black, I mean, okay, Black Widow, I guess is an exception because it happened in the past, but like, I don't know, all the little like things that they're trying to set up, it, it kind of, I feel like it kind of hinders the whole experience. Whereas like you have a movie with, like Captain America the First Avenger, where it's very or Iron Man one. They all feel very yeah. like complete in themselves. Whereas like now, they always feel kinda like half half of like the the movie it's trying to be and the other half is like trying to set up future things. So it never oh, really we, focuses on yeah. being like a movie in itself. Which I guess is a trend. Like I guess that's just kinda normal with Marvel movies because they're always trying to set things up. Um but it is kinda bothersome, I feel like. Like Chang Chi with like setting up the, the Ten Rings and the, the, the sister at the end and then setting up um, you know, all the other stuff. So that is one kind of gripe, but I don't think that's changing anytime soon. So it's probably not very valid. Definitely not. Yeah, I think um naturally they, they are everything has to top the last thing or it's it's just not. I mean um financially they've gotta do better than the last thing, at least to an extent, um, because everybody's got expectations. Um and then on top of that, I think um Marvel has a tendency to just um and they've set up the expectation now with this whole cinematic universe thing where it's like it's not really about what the movie is, it's about what it means and what where it's gonna take everything. Um yeah. it's like it, everybody goes to the movie to like I mean I didn't go to see Eternals to I didn't really get Eternals themselves, I could like um okay, what does this mean for the MCU? I was honestly just excited to see what the end credit scene was. So I think a lot of it is just okay, we gotta get the intrigue in and have it be relevant to everything. Everything has to be relevant to everything else rather than focusing on like the actual movie, like itself. Um, yeah. Like when you're, when people are more excited to see like the end credits or like the end credit scene over like the actual movie, there is kind of like a problem with that. I feel like, um, yeah, and yeah I think you raised some good points. Fans have a, ten a lot of the fans. I mean, I, I myself, um, there's a tendency to be like, I don't know. It's just you kind of just go to see what happens next. Yeah, and again, like like we talked about, like I didn't really have any uh, intrigue, or I didn't have a great amount of intrigue in watching Eternals, like just as a movie. But I mean, obviously, I'm going to see it just to see how it ties in with the next thing, which I guess is kind of a marketing strategy. But 
I don't think that'd be the case with most people. Like, mo- I think most people, if they don't want to see it, they're just not going to see it. Um, but I yeah. guess with the Marvel fans, like, if you're a Marvel fan, like, you're just watching the next movie just to watch it, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of got you hooked in. Um, yeah. All right. Well, um, I think we kind of covered just about everything. I thought it was pretty. I mean, I thought it was pretty solid. I'm just us talking about it again. Kind of. I kind of want. I want to see it again. Uh. Um. But yeah, we've got next up. I think we got Spider Man. Um. We got a new trailer dropping tomorrow, which should hopefully be very interesting. Did you see the poster? Yes. Like the new one, it looks awful. Like oh, the new I don't new know one? what. The new new one, which came out today, oh, I did it's not. like, it's like, I don't know who like this spider is in charge of like designing the posters for Spider Man, but whoever they are, just like consistently makes really bad posters. <laughs> like Homecoming, there's one poster that just looks awful. Oh Far yeah, it's home, one where like Tony Stark's face is like huge. Yeah, and it like just feels like like they just like found like random stock images and put them together. Like yeah. the Far From Home poster does not look good, and then this one doesn't look good either. So. I guess we huh. have a trilogy of three really bad Spider-Man posters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, hopefully the trailer tomorrow makes up for it. That should be interesting. And we'll do be doing think, an episode on that. Do you think uh, the Spider-Man will be in the trailer? Well, they have to. They ha- at this point, they've, they have allowed... Marvel's allowed the, all of this hype to get so far out of hand that if they don't, we're, we're literally going to have riots on our hands. <laughs> There's going to be, like, mass protests. No, literally. Like, this is going to become... If they're not in it, it's going to be literally the worst, the lowest-rated movie of all time. Honestly, I think, it, I think it'd be really funny if they just are not in it, and then, like, people are just going to be like... like Because, I mean, that's no, not Marvel's be, fault. It's literally... It's literally... It's not Marvel's fault. It's literally people's fault for, like, mass speculation and theorizing over but stuff they... But I think they did that at the beginning, and then Marvel and, and Disney started to instigate it. And like the actors oh. have been, I mean, all, it, it, they've taken it and they haven't, a lot of people haven't strictly denied it. Um, fa- the actors have come out and said things. I mean, you can't have two of the original ones from one of the movies and not have, you know what I mean? I mean, you could. No, you can't. Yeah, you can have the villains and just not have the actual spider people. That would be, ter- that would be a terrible idea on their part. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's definitely not Marvel. I mean, unless they like were like instigating it, but I don't think they have been. I think they were like declining. Uh, mm, Haven't they been so declining? You think it's a coincidence. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, what if Tobey Maguire was in it?" And then they decided to recast Alfredina and uh, Willem Dafoe in the movie. I don't know. I guess we'll we'll see yeah, tomorrow. I definitely, I definitely think that after they heard everything about it and all that kind of stuff, they were. No, it's it's on them now. It's gotten it's they've let let it go to the point where it's on them now. So if, do you think do you think they'll be in the trailer that. tomorrow? Do you think? I hope so. A lot of people think so. I mean, what's his name? Um, who's the guy that played Electro in Amazing Spider-Man Two? Jamie Fox. Yeah, I mean, Jamie Fox confirmed that he was going to be in it like a year ago. Oh yeah. But how could you not? How could you have him? How could you have all these returning actors? True. Like, how could you have them from the different Spider-Man universes? That's true. That's a fair point. Um, so, they better be in it, and I hope they'll be in the trailer. But we will talk about that on the episode. Yes. All right. Now, with that said, I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And you just last hour of your life as the Real Geeks. If you enjoyed this episode of Real Geeks, please be sure to follow us on social media at The Real Real Geeks for the latest news and updates. Also, be sure to leave us a review. 
What things did you like? What things would you like to see in future episodes? Let us know, and we'll be sure to take a look.